成功的秀。Boudoir at Starburns Audio, <laughs> recording another fun episode. We are very excited to be here. We're probably midst our tour right now. Yeah, I hope it's been going well. I I hear it has been. <laughs> Word on the, the street is good. The future has told me that we looked great and everyone had fun. Um, Esther, are you gonna buy new outfits for the tour? Plan like big looks. I want to. I'm going to be in Chicago before the first show, so my plan is to hit up Old Orchard Mall, hit Good. up H&M Forever 21, get something going. What about you? Yeah, let's make a vow to each other that we're <laughs> serving looks at every show. Oh. I want zero sweatpants. Oh. If I see so much as get a glimpse of a sweatpant, oh, no. I'm going to be very angry. Back off. I'm like a mean friend. But... <gasps> no, mean friends are great. Mean friends are amazing. Yeah. Um, today's guest is someone who we have been wanting in this studio oh. for years. Oh. Years. She is actually one of the stars of Alone Together. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Mm-mm. Alone Together season two on Hulu. She's Hilarious. She was so funny that she just kept coming back. We couldn't stop writing her into the show. No. It was like a compulsion because we were obsessed with her. And her character is so funny. And I, as I think about her, I'm like, God, she's annoying. I hate her. But I also love her. My character hates her. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll get we'll get somewhere. Anyways, you guys, please welcome Ponam Patel. Yay! <laughs> I am annoying. I'm just thinking about you in the Big Bear episode, and I'm like, you bitch. I was so annoying. <laughs> you were just kind of mean. I know. It It scared me because it came so naturally to be so it was annoying so that I'm like, <laughs> in real life, I must be at least a little bit annoying. But you have that rare thing where you can be mean and annoying, and like, you, I still love you. Like, you're still so lovable. Is there anyone super lovable on Alone Together, though? No, no. It's a show full of hateables. Yeah. And and I we mean that with love. Yeah. And, and respect. I, and I do think the audience is probably most like, yeah, she's normal. Like, you're, you're the you're I'm good. like the voice yeah. of reason. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like yeah. the audience's proxy. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is going on? I'm serving lots of reactions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we're so happy you're finally here. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. Now, before we started recording, Caroline was getting on her high horse. I sure was. And it's the weather's lovely up here, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) About a flu shot. Let's talk flu shots. Yeah, what's going on? Because I turned to Esther and I was like, okay, girl, it's flu shot time. You're getting that flu shot soon, right? And Esther like rolled her eyes at me and was like, I guess I should get one of those. And Poonam then jumped in. I'll let you yeah. say. And I've never had a flu shot before. And this I find to be very alarming on both ends of the spectrum. <laughs> Ladies, we've <coughs> got to be getting our flu shots. Do you always get one? Yes. And but like since the beginning of time, you've gotten one since you were no, little? No, not since the beginning of time. But I do feel like flu cl- Flu shot culture has really ramped up in like the last five years. <laughs> sure, I've jumped on the bandwagon. Okay, I'll admit it. I get them to be cool. But but I'm telling you, if not only to get it to prevent getting the flu or to protect any little kids you're going to be around. I don't know why I just said that last part. Who cares about that? My dog, Donut. You're to protect Donut. <laughs> flu shot culture is so fun, you guys. Why? How? Tell us. So every year they make a different flu shot, right? Uh-huh. It's not the same flu shot every year. And they have to predict. Like, so it's like a limited edition. It's totally limited edition. And it's based on what I interpret as witchcraft and wizardry. They have to predict the flu strain. Like, what does that even mean? How do they even predict it? And every year there's a batch. And then you can read, like, is the batch strong this year? Is it a bad batch? Like, Every year it's different. It's fun. You can like talk about it with people. Like but here's wor- the thing. Okay. And this is going to make me sound like probably someone's mom. So they predict a batch. They create it. Then they introduce a small amount into your system. Yeah. 
it just Does seems it? like a crazy weird idea yeah, to no, me still. And I, don't I know like, that's oh, insane. I know that's that we're going to get into like the logistics of vaccination and I don't know if we've got time. No, I believe for in vaccines. I believe in things, but like, Panam, are you an anti-vaccine? No, 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 no. I believe in vaccines. I do. But the flu shot in particular, I'm like, you're predicting predicting that I'm going to get sick and then creating what you think I'm going to get sick with and then giving it to me so I can... Right. Just You're logic. so paranoid. Your logical mind is like, I don't want to yes. introduce... I've never gotten the flu shot. I've never gotten the flu. I don't think. Okay, well, that, that's, I'm not going to lie, that that is tough to argue with. Like, yeah. I don't even have a retort for that. Maybe you should just keep doing you. <laughs> I'll probably but, get the flu this year. Like, <laughs> for example, as you're like coughing, like, I you know. just got sick. I literally just, just got the, sick. Wasn't that maybe the flu? I don't know. It started with like a really bad cough and yeah. my chest was burning. But the flu was like oh. the fever. That's like what the flu is. Are you, Caroline, are you a flu shot like representative or like. No, I just brand think ambassador, it's fun. and they're free most of the time with yeah. your insurance. Like, really? I love a free party. Are you kidding me? Now, do people do that? Like, how people do when they like, I voted. Do they like post like, I just got my flu shot? They type. should you get a sticker and stuff like that. Or <laughs> they fucking should. That should absolutely be part of flu shot culture. I think it should be. And well, okay. Well, here's an example. This was crazy last year. Do you guys remember how the flu was really bad? A lot of people got really bad flu. Yes, a lot of people were dying. Yes. So last year was a bad people batch. Were dying? Really? Yeah. So last year they didn't predict it right and they made a bad batch oh my god they killed people they killed people but you know what that's what's up with flu shot it's high risk you know it's, high a, risk. it's a gamble it's a gamble now what see how fun Wait. this is like it's not just a flu shot it's like there are lives at stake and i know this year if you go to rite aid you get a free scoop of rite aid ice cream if you get a flu shot which is what i'm like what? living for is that's is it, real wow now give me flavor i have a question the people I, I that have, died from the flu were they like old people with compromised yeah, immune yeah, systems? Not really though. Last no, year there was, was like young the people. freaky thing where last a few young freaky. people were. Yeah, oh last year gosh. was scary. Now, is it officially flu season? It feels really early to me. It for is it really to be... early. And I did read a study or I heard about a study. I did not read a study. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me just backtrack. I like have never read a study in my entire life. I'm so sorry that I said that. That I was, was like, a lie to my girlfriends and like I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, last night I was up to my ass in a study. In a just, medical journal. <laughs> I was wearing two pairs of glasses. Like, I've never done that before. So I heard about a study that said the longer you wait to get your flu shot, the more effective it is. So <gasps> right now we're in, we're recording this and it's about to be the first week of October. And I've read that, like, the, you want to get it, like, later into October. But This just keeps getting riskier. And, I'm like, telling hey, why you. Do you wanna oh, so you can build up stuff on your own? I think it's something like that. You're I don't know. Waging. I just heard about it. There's a lot of wagers. Like, I don't like, know how the human body works. Do you see how works. fun flu shots are? Yeah. Like, I'm it's like not the, just a simple decision. Like, you have to be cost-benefit analysis, like, predicting there could be death at stake. Like babies are involved. Like there's so <laughs> ice cream. Like there's so much going on in my mind at least. So when are, is your sweet spot of your goal of when to get it? I'm going to get my flu shot in the second week of October. I've already decided. Whoa. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was going to get it like last week, but I was like, it's too early. Well, can I just wait till Christmas? Too late. Really up my chances. Can I challenge you, Caroline? Because you're, shot challenge. you're saying the second week of October. However, that would be right before you travel to New York. Isn't it bad to get it when you're around about to be traveling yes but the flip side here is that's when i have a week off from work and it, it's going to be the easiest for me to get to my doctor at that point okay. so i'm going to have to take the i'm going to have to but you got to go to the, the right aid to get one. it so you can get your ice cream i know but sometimes they say when you go to the right aid it might not be free so i might just go to the doctor oh, okay Can't i'm not really like i'm not really having a love affair with dairy at the moment also oh my god my body is rejecting it so hard it's like i've talked about this on the podcast before but it was like a turn of a dime with my body and dairy. It's just oh, yeah. now it's just like fart city. If I so much as even like have a whisper of Parmesan. I love when we talk about fart city. <laughs> I really population me. Caroline. Population me like I'm the mayor. I'm like the legislative system in fart city. Like, I mean, I'm running the show. Wait, I have a question. Do people call? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm also building the roads in Fort City. <laughs> City Do people Fire? call you Goldfarb? Because for some yes. reason, my dad, who has <laughs> never met, has no, maybe you guys met it alone together, I don't know. Yeah, my dad keeps crazy. calling, he's like, is that the podcast with Goldfarb? Like, he keeps talking about you like that, and yeah, I don't know. It's been my whole life, and Jewish guy, it's like always like, 
guys are always like, hey, Goldfarb, what's up? Like my old coaches in high school. It's throwing me. I know. I'm so used to it. But it it took me a lot of time to get over like that. That's I'm going to be called Goldfarb because I hate my last name. And I just missed the boat on changing it because I was too lazy. It's better than Povitsky. Oh, here we go (laughs) with your lyrical, beautiful (laughs) Polish name. Like as yours rolls off the tongue. Totally. I like yours, too. Yours sounds like a cool like N.E.R.D. album. Mine is so suggestive. Is that a relevant reference? It is. I'm just, you threw me for a loop with that one. I was like trying to think of NERD albums. I'm like, the one with the red gorilla on it. Like, I don't know, but. No, Goldfarb sounds like cool. It sounds like something Gwen Stefani would do. Or maybe. <laughs> is she cool still? It's... Wait, you have a very common last Patel. name. Well, how yeah, do you feel about last your last name? name? Um. Yeah, I like it because it's like literally every Indian in the state that I'm from has named it. So that's like kind of cool. And you, it's it like feels easy. like I'm part of a cool club and like Patel's recognize Patel's, you yeah. know? So like if you go to a business and they're like Patel and you're like Patel, sometimes they might give you like free stuff ah! or they'll just be like nicer to you. And totally. They cu- could be related to you at some point in your life. You totally. don't know. Like, I grew up with a lot of Patel's. Yeah, we're everywhere. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Florida. Okay. Yeah, there was there's a lot of Indians. Well, there's a lot of Indians everywhere, but Florida in particular. I was like, why did you guys pick one of like the most racist states? <laughs> yeah. To migrate How to. How is that? Um, growing place. up, it was like really homogenous in my town, and I don't think I recognized it though, because like no one talked about it like we do now. So I was just like trying to be like white like everyone else, you know, and like mom please can we go to Abercrombie and my mom's like we can't afford that and I was like please there was a t-shirt on sale for $22 can we get it and I got it and it was like so exciting um but yeah I even went to college in Florida so it was like more diverse at college obviously but then I moved to Atlanta and then I was like okay Mm. this is how it can be and then I lived in Chicago and I was like great and now I'm in LA and you know I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know how I ever lived there. I had, like, the reverse college experience where I grew up in a very diverse area. And then when I went to school, it was all white people. And I was like, I this is weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had the same because I grew up in L.A. And then Northwestern was, like, a lot of – it was diverse, I guess. But there was, like, a lot of – nice happy midwestern people yeah but i had yeah. like never really met any midwestern people and i was like oh damn there's a lot of them yeah that's how my college experience was too but i feel like in skokie it's just not no one there's it's not like that it's skokie not like, is like famous for being diverse isn't yeah. it like the head isn't it like the head of like the what's it called the aclu or there's like a big like it might revolutionary be. like aclu case in skokie in skokie yeah, Is I there? think it was like I don't I'm not 100% sure, but I think it was like one of like the earliest most like big ACLU cases with like the KKK? Nazis. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah the KKK, march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean Skokie's like on the cutting edge. Where of... the ACLU defended the KKK, which is a little crazy. Oh, okay. I think I have all my facts wrong. No, you don't. You are actually right. Hmm. But it is kind of wild that the ACLU like defended the kkk because they defend i think i don't know exactly what they do but they i think they defend like civil liberties and freedom of speech okay, and i definitely had the story wrong in my you head. didn't though you had it right i knew the aclu was involved but i thought for some reason they were like defending like minorities against the kkk yeah. and it was like this site of amazing like this revolutionary watershed moment in racial history but it sounds like it was really <laughs> fucked up it sounds really fucked up it's like I'm like oh let's move on well it's kind of interesting because they allowed the KKK to march there because they're like is, everyone gets to but I don't feel like that is today I hope would they that's do that not today? what Skokie is known for it is though it's known for because it's so heavily it has such a heavy Jewish population so that's when the Nazis and the KKK wanted to march mm. they wanted to go to Whoa. Skokie to be like we're in yeah but obviously there was so much protest and yeah I, I think it was a overall a net positive because people there were so many protesters against them i, I have don't know. to look i need to go to this wikipedia page later yeah. and you know where you need to go to the holocaust museum in skokie next week oh yeah let's go you will love it more than anyone i know i will i i love i really appreciate i'll say a good holocaust museum yeah it's good it's cathartic get a good cry on it'll change you i want to go remember when um pokemon the catching the Pokemon thing was going on and they were catching them in the Holocaust Museum here and they had to be no. like, guys, can we not do this here? I don't remember. No way. You know what that Pokemon Pokemon game Go. Where, yeah, where you had to like go. But apparently there was like a bunch of people in like the Holocaust Museum catching Pokemon Go. And I was like, guys, 
cannot. <laughs> LA Holocaust Museum is so weak, though, I will say. I one time went on like a first date there. I don't even what? remember how that Caroline, happened. No. Caroline. It was like a first or second date, and we were like, happened to be in the park because it's in a park in, yeah. Pan, in Pan Pacific Park, no less. Yeah. And he's like, let's just stop in. Like, we're both Jewish. And I just remember being like, I don't feel like this is a good omen. I don't feel like this is a good idea. And it wasn't, it wasn't fun. Because they always have that big pile of shoes. That's like the hallmark of, oh, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and just, let's just fly past this section. <laughs> it was not the greatest first date. I definitely remember him like trying to make out because it was, like a, it was no. like a weekday and like there weren't that many people there. And I'm like, no, we can't. There's can't like a, that. that's basically like the Seinfeld episode where I think he's oh, on yeah, a date and make goes on to Schindler's, Schindler's List. list. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. How can someone try and make out? I once was dating this guy and we watched Precious based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. Mm-hmm. And as soon as the movie ended, he, like, tried to make out with me. And I was like, something's wrong with you. (laughs) Like, how can you feel sexually aroused after seeing something so horrific? Also, the end is weird. Like, Uh, that's just so weird. The end, it's like, let's maybe, let's get out of the theater now. No, we were watching it. Well, we were watching it on my laptop oh. in bed. Oh, well, but I'm horny. Ju- I'm already I know. horny. <laughs> like, girl. But still, it I was have precious. I know. Well, you know, guys are so good at compartmentalizing. They have, like, their sex brain mm-hmm. and, like, their precious They're part of their so brain. Cats. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, the sex brain was probably just, like, firing a little harder. I feel like Ugh. whenever I think of laptop in bed, I always think of the movie Anchorman. Like, every guy <laughs> always wanted oh. to just watch Anchorman. That's my era. Throw up. When I think of laptop in bed, I think of my new current obsession, and I feel so late to the party, and I'm humiliated in front of you, cool-ass chicks. 90-day <laughs> fiancé. I'm, like, the last person at the table. Did Lauren Greenberg get you into this? She had mentioned it and like I had already had it on my mind. She's like the OG discoverer of this show. She loves it and I love talking to her about it. <laughs> Lauren Greenberg is one of Esther's friends and is one of the head writers at The Late Late Show where I just started. Oh, congrats. She, thanks, girl. So anyway, Lauren loves 90 Day Fiance yeah. and I'm upset. So now it's like I'm looking at the all I care about is like after work I'm like I need to go home so I can get in bed and watch a 90-minute episode. Those episodes are so long. They're so long. I Don't feel ashamed. I just it. watched it for the first time like okay, two weeks ago. You. I feel better. But I think I watched the one that was like 90-day fiancé. like Before up. the 90 days? Yes. I Which is all I'm watching. I haven't even watched regular yet. Oh, my yet. gosh. It's oh devastating. My, my it's job. fucked up, and it's so sad. It's fucked up, and it's so sad. And the thing that makes it so good is because the human emotions in 90 Day Fiancé are so relatable and real. Like, very, yes. very relatable feelings of loneliness. Oh, yeah. Having, like, an online flirtation. Desperation. That... <laughs> very familiar with that over here. <laughs> totally Lived familiar. a life of desperation for very long. Um, just wanting to get carried away with the first person that shows you attention online, like yeah. hashtag my whole uh, experience on Bumble, Raya, and Tinder. That's me right when I moved to LA. The first guy that made eye contact with me became my boyfriend for a year. There you go. Good on you. That's Thank pretty you, amazing, though. I have to you say. snagged yeah. him. <laughs> well. Sister can smag him real fast. <laughs> I've one been look too in these nervous. eyes. <laughs> I've been too nervous to like apply for Raya because you have to like apply for it, right? You'll get in. It's not. I but think like, it's a fake. if I don't, I'll be like, I got rejected by a dating app. <laughs> yeah, that's even the app you... is like, no, you can't date. <laughs> you be so depressed. You're right. It's not worth the risk. <laughs> I know. I just want to meet someone in like the grocery store. Yeah, I know. You gotta like. I feel like today's guys are so weak and like yeah. pussific- pussified that you've got to like be the one that's like, hi, like what are you buying? Like, oh, English muffins, like nooks and crannies. <laughs> yeah, you oh, gotta like make the move. You're a hundred percent right. That's how I started dating my boyfriend. Like, I approached him. I was like, I approached him at a party. I'm like, oh, let's go. We like we're kind of talking. I'm like, let's go sit down and talk. I made. I've wow. always made every move. I'm all about that. That is like my life. Like, when, if I was on Miss America, my platform would be like, <laughs> we go get the guys. Because if you think about it, the guys who are the chaser, the chasey type guys, they're just about, like, the chase. And they just want to catch you. And then once they have you, they want to move on. Like, you want to find the guy who's not a chaser and you chase his ass. And that's how you do it. You know, I mean, you can. there'll always be, like, <laughs> a, some sort of a chase, like, when the relationship gets going and the guy's going to be pursuing you. But it's, like, guys are just pussies. And they're scared at the end of the day. And, like, they're not going to be making that first move and saying stuff. Especially in today's political climate. I was just night. about to say, how am I supposed to, like, like straight men right Ugh. now? 
Oh, it's not easy. How can I even like put myself every time I, I like know. read the news? I'm like, and y'all want me to put myself out there and go meet a stranger? Hell no. Mm-hmm. Look, there are good guys out there. True. I mean, we're, we're not, you're not going to be dating a, a Maryland tri state area frat guy who went to college in <laughs> no. 1975, thank God. Or like an eight year old senator. Thank yeah, God. Like- you know, <laughs> thank God you're not going to be dating like Merrick Garland or like. <laughs> Oh my God! Well, you know Mitch O'Connell. Cut to her matching with Merrick Garland on, on Raya. Raya. <laughs> I would die. I here, <laughs> but there's a oh, that's a one match, I guess. <laughs> like really? Him? <coughs> um, no, it's true. There are that is the thing. It's like of course we all have to hate men right now. But that said, I'm very aware that there are awesome men out there. Oh yeah, and especially like the pussy guys who are like too scared to say anything. And yeah, are, like, scared of offending girls. Those are the this, ones that you want to totally go get. Last night I was at a party. And I saw that someone that I hadn't seen in a long time, and he like I like went in to hug him. He's like, uh, "Is this okay? Like, can I hug you?" And I'm like, "Oh God, shut up! Where, that, are, where, where are we?" By right the now? way, that shit turns me on. When a guy <laughs> is scared to look at me or touch me, I'm like, "Come here, baby." Yeah, like that's hot. Bite. Yeah, I love to like drive weak men to their breaking point. Me too. Mentally. <laughs> now let's take a quick break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, wait, you were talking about reality TV for a second, and we would be remiss if we talked about that and didn't mention that Celebrity Big Brother is coming back this winter. Can you tell me more about where you saw this confirmed? Yes, <laughs> Julie Chen, Moonves, Hitler, <laughs> Kavanaugh announced it mm-hmm. on the Celebrity, or no, the regular Big Brother season finale. I love, can I just say this? I love that Julie Chen, Hitler, Manson, <laughs> Moonves, Kavanaugh, she like she left she got the fuck out of the talk yeah she can't be there and she's leaving you know anything cbs but you know that she loves big brother so much that's the one thing she was like less i can't give it up. <laughs> it's her passion project it's her passion i'm sure project she loves big brother it's so good but she did say that she might leave when her like contract is up or something so we really got to treasure this last season of cbb because julie chen Moonves Hitler will not be with us for that much longer. Who the fuck would replace her? There's no replacement for Julie Chen. I feel like I should get on board. I have a friend who's obsessed with Big Brother. She loves it so much to the point where um, we had a friend that like works for Big Brother and he got her and our other friend on the show and they like played ghouls in like a haunted house that like the Big Brother contestants had to go through. Why haven't they I thought of doing have that? Weird actors like doing shit like that on yeah. Big Brother, and they were just like obsessed with Big Brother. So they're like, "Yes, let us do it." But <laughs> it was hilarious because one of my friends is like tall, and she had this like giant like troll ghoul mask on, and she was just sitting on a bed with a bat, like banging the bed with a bat. And one guy was like, "Easy there, big guy," and Aww. it was just like hilarious. Anyways, I feel like I should get on board with Big Brother because it sounds, especially if it's gonna be her last season it is such a time commitment that i almost would say stay away yeah okay save yourself it's, it airs three nights a week it's, it's it, it feels like eight nights a week though <laughs> i mean it's hours on hours it never ends there's you can't even keep up with it like i was teabong them at one point and i was falling behind and then i would be like okay i just sit down for five hours and catch up with big brother and i'm like what am i doing like I was questioning oh, too everything. much. Did you get it? I forgot. You watched the whole celebrity season, right? I Caroline? watched the whole celebrity season. Okay. And I I did sure. love it. I mean, regular Big Brother, because it's like that's watching regular Big Brother is crazy to me because you're putting in so much time and you're not even watching like D-list celebrities do dumb challenges. Like that was so much of the joy of CDB. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I need to put in that kind of time commitment for normies, you know? I mean, you don't get it, but I, I respect it. I respect it. I know. Esther gets so heated with Big Brother. Because I know what you... I know how much you'd like it. That's all. <laughs> and I... But you know what? You can't You can't tell your friend to break up with a bad guy. She has to learn for him herself. So that's what this is. You need to break up with life and start dating <laughs> Break up Big with Brother. your friends and family. <laughs> I mean... Dipping it, my toe into the 90 Day Fiance pool has been scary because it's like, 
you see how your life can just become reality TV. Yeah. We are so is, susceptible. That shit is 90 minutes long. And I could watch an episode every single night. That's all my free time. Gone. Yeah. What are your biggest time wasters? Like, what are you really into? Shows. Yeah. Um, or whatever. I'm really into The Voice. Oh, I love the voice. Is Kelly <laughs> Clarkson the voice? Uh, is Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson, and uh, obviously Adam and Blake? Oh, the uh, two of them. Just go do something else already. I know. I know. I know. Sick and of your so toxic not, straight asses. They're so not funny. Is Kelly like, amazing? Oh. Kelly's amazing. Oh. Jeff, J-Hud's amazing. Ooh. The contestants' stories are absolutely like heartbreaking. <sighs> I just remember last year there was like some heartbreaking story about like this one singer, and she was like, I was homeless. I'm still currently homeless, but singing brought me back to life. Da 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 da. And then, like, the next contestant came on, and it was like a 17 year old girl from like Calabasas. And she's like, There were wildfires in California last year, (laughs) and they didn't affect my town or our house, but just seeing them was really hard. And I was like, That, like, they had to really pull for a story for her, which made me not root for her as much. I know, but you know, the editors and like the producers are just having like the time of their life putting her story right after the homeless person. Yeah. Just like laughing. Yeah. Laughing in the edit bay. I know, but I love the voice. Um, I love trash TV. I am really lately into, um, like, weird science type like have you seen this show called the innocence mm. no Mm-mm. it's it on netflix familiar. it's one season it's like about like these people that have the ability to like morph into people they touch Ooh. or like sense eight it's like people that can like communicate with each other throughout the world it's like That's how me and my dog are yeah we have that yeah <laughs> i be- i feel like i bet there's people out there that could have it after watching these shows like they got me yeah <laughs> they got you the ads got you you're susceptible yeah. i am so you're loving like limited series like netflix yes. sci-fi moments yes that's yeah. i also better. just started watching sharp objects on hbo oh. i hear it's slow it's so stressful that so when i watch really stressful things like my body um like wants to shut down and wants to put me to sleep because I'm under so much stress. So like when I was watching The Keepers, when I was watching Westworld, and now with Sharp Objects, I keep watching it and I'm like so tense that even if I'm not sleepy, like throughout each episode, I will like fall asleep at one point because like my body is like so stressed out, like my mind shuts me down to like protect me from the stress or something. Oh my yeah, God. look, it's as, very stressful. Yeah, those shows <laughs> can sleepy. be stressful. Well. As someone who did find, I did hear that Chris, there's a fingering scene in Sharp Objects. As someone who did log into their HBO account, fast forwarded to the fingering scene so I she just, could see Chris Messina finger Amy Adams in the like woods. I, I give Sharp Objects like a ten out of ten. Great Wait, show. was that? I literally just me, watched that scene before I came here. Really? Someone yeah. tell me about that scene now. She's like fucked up. There's like a it's murder. Really weird. I truly just forwarded to that one part. So I was like, what's happening on the show? So you, he. So she like is a reporter he's an investigator they're trying to figure out this crime okay i won't spoil anyone so hot he looks so hot in are it. you Cannot, serious i would like yeah. rip my own eyeballs out to like lick chris messina's he dick looks really hot. i'm you sorry can tell he's short <laughs> <laughs> please don't cut it out don't you dare cut that out i would rip off esther's fingernails just to like smell the inside of chris messina's mouth if you cut that out the show is over uh, does I mean, everyone I think he's cute but i wouldn't go there i feel like i'd go that far with someone like justin he's Thoreau. cute justin Thoreau. yes i think he's like so sexy a creepy star fucker oh, who, like, wait is he no. creepy in real life he looks creepy he looks creepy like he no, went first so he divorced hot. jennifer aniston and then the next week he's on a yacht with like sienna miller and Emma Stone in the fucking Corsica or something. That's weird. Okay, I didn't know that info. Well, I'll I'll pull some receipts for you on that later. But (laughs) I get I get bad vibes from Justin. As hot as he is, don't get me wrong. I'm not necessarily a Christmasina fan, but for some reason, hearing him fingering. Especially because he tries to kiss her and she yes. says no and yes. unzips her pants and puts and then she like refuses to kiss him and they're like outside this like creepy murder shed where a girl's oh, body was weird. found God. and like it's just so weird that it's she's so, like no there's unzip not unzip my khakis and he's like hand slips down her fucking yeah. like chinos there's and just... then later when he drops her off at the house she kisses him and he's like you're gonna kiss me now and she's like 
I'm complicated. That's why you like me. And I was like, Ew. what? Free. Oh, that's yeah. a little too much. And girl. they just hold. And I hate when they, this is such like the male gaze. Cause you know, I want to see like that tight shot of the chinos, like Chris Messina's hands rummaging like a little prairie dog in her pants. <laughs> rummaging. <laughs> but instead they hold on Amy Adams's face. Ugh, I don't like, like And that. she has to do that like fingering acting. That's not like, fair. Ugh. And she like yeah. makes like weird fingering sounds that are yeah. appropriate for TV. That is not fair to go on the face. No, give for me that. that one shot of yeah. like give me very the quick. crotch. It's quick, of course. It's very quick. I, and that's well, not the first time you've seen can't it. handle female pleasure, yeah, America. Truly, there's not enough like hand. There's not enough. What would that be? Second base. Or second base. Very uh, unfamiliar with baseball. It's all there's too much oral sex focus in our society. Like what happened to just like hand to genital? Like there, I feel like that's the old school hot method. I know. I feel like because I was like I can't contain myself and my hands are just going where they want. Yeah, it's not as planned as like now. Get over. You know, like so sexy. They're like. They're like societally appropriate genitals that you like do everything with. <laughs> yeah. There's like so much happening with your hands. They can do so much. They're also very dirty though, keep in mind. They're very, wash your hands very dirty. before Flu season. You touch. Are you kidding me? Like wash them. I feel like <laughs> I want to cut looking... my nails because Ooh, yeah. I've been growing them out. Same. And dirty. now I just every day, like every five minutes, I'm like underneath my nails being like there's probably like pink eye under there or something. <laughs> oh, I mean when I'm having like a delicious meal eating like chicken wings or something and I'm like <laughs> licking out sauce from under my dirty typhoid nails like (laughs) yeah it's it's not it's not good it's not good but i do want to go back to hand stuff i feel like hand (laughs) stuff is so underrated yes that's what i'm saying i love digital manipulation i love you know what i mean hand digits what is it what would we call it like there's oral sex is it hand sex um, is it i'm like on the spot right now but i know there's a name for it it's like mutual masturbation oh i don't like that hmm. that's cuz that to me bad pr i think mutual masturbation is when you're both laying oh, there and you're doing yeah, it to yourself Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. I more think it refers to like when you're jacking the other person off at the, and you guys are doing it at the same time, mm. which is also a very bad vibe. Also, same time, not, no, not, not hot. No, not one's, hot. no, no one's having a good time. No. Everyone's working. Everyone's Too much stress. Yeah. My fucking forearms. Like getting a, <laughs> I guess when I say I like hand stuff, I really mean I like getting hand stuff done to me. Yeah. I don't mean... like. I, I feel like there's more me. control with it. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I feel like the results, like the chances of you having better results are higher. Because they have more control, like your you your hands are the things you probably can control the most off your whole body, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Whereas other parts, it's like they don't know what they're doing; they're just like all over the place. Tongue swinging like a grandfather clock, slip yeah. sliding, doing its own thing. Who wants that? Uh, not all the time. <laughs> no. Sometimes. Look, this is a beauty podcast, which is oh, hilarious. Right. <laughs> oh right! But here's the thing: whenever we get a fun <laughs> comedy person, we just go wild, and I live for it. There's it's nothing so wrong with fun. it. It's so fun, but we do have to talk about. I have to. Just just beautiful ass skin. I know. We got to talk. Like, yeah, do you have there. any favorite beauty products, skincare products? What is your relationship to to that kind of world? Yeah. Talk, talk to us. I so <clears throat> I love like doing skin stuff. I'm obsessed yes. with moisturizing, Ooh. and I recently was like, I'm not wearing makeup unless I'm getting paid to. Yes. Or like I feel like it, which I never feel like it, and so. <laughs> I also like was spending all these money on like this beauty product and that and under eyes and this. And I just recently started using just straight up vitamin E oil all the time. And it has like transformed my skin. Sometimes even when I don't want to put on makeup, I'll just put like vitamin E oil on my cheeks and people will be like, wow, you look great. Cause it just like gives you this like glow. It's like even my skin tone. I feel like it's made it more plump. Like the discoloration I had, it's gotten rid of that. My wow. lips feel like smoother and more even toned. And after I wash my face, like I don't use makeup wipes because like people are like, you're not supposed to like pull or rub mm-hmm. at your skin. So I take vitamin E oil and I just like dab it and take makeup off with oil, which is like the best because you're not actually like rough on your skin because yes. it just like glides off. Are you using a specific vitamin E oil or like where are you getting I it? I started using the Trader Joe's one, but then I was like, hmm, I think it had like soybean oil in it. And I was like, hmm, this feels mm. weird. So then I got, I just got one by that brand, Jason. <gasps> and then before that, I was using one that I got off like Amazon mm-hmm. that had a little dropper in it. 
But someone was saying to use, I got the pure one, but it's like very thick mm. and it's like hard to smear. So you have to get one that's like mixed. I got one that was mixed with like jojoba and rosehip. Oh, oh that sounds awesome. awesome. Yeah. And it that. like activates the vitamin E and then it's like easier to put on your face as well. Oh, I need that. I want that. Yeah. That's, oh. I love a good oil blend. Not too many things, just like three to five yes. oils blended there. You throw it on your face. It's affordable. Like to me, that oils. is, that's the product I'm always, I can't ever have enough of. Yeah. I'm a little trepidatious around oils because sure. like my skin has been so crazy, but I can't wait to really get back in there and get back on my oil game because I just, your skin, when you just smear that oil everywhere, it's like the deepest, most yeah. succulent moisture you could ever imagine. And glow. like, just press it. I like when I at night I'll take the really thick one, mm. and I'll just press it into my skin, and my skin will be a little bit like sticky or whatever. And I literally just let my face like drink it up. Mm. Mm. Like I don't rub it in. I just let my face like do the work. I feel like throwing oil on our face is like how fat is now healthy. Whereas yeah. like I think of like the Snackwells era. Oh my and God. we had that for our skincare as well. It was like oil free moisturizer, oil free yeah. face wash. It's tough because it's like a lot of dermatologists will still say like use oil free stuff. Ugh. You know, I know it's so hard to just want to Who do you slather. trust? I know it's but like it probably depends on the oil, right? That's what I always read. Like after doing this podcast, I feel like I've learned so much about different oils, and certain ones are non-comedogenic, and this and that. But then I started seeing a dermatologist who's like, "No, just do not put oils on your face." And I'm like, "But, but, 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 but I want to." It's tough. Oh I my know. God, I love it. I do have a question for you guys and Glomies if they're listening. My whole thing though is like I'll slather my face in oil before I go to bed, and then it's such a tricky thing because it's like. For example, if I have a silk, a satin or silk pillowcase, mm. I can never use them because I'm like, I cannot put my oily face directly on this pillowcase. It's going to like ruin the pillowcase. Who? Do you ever like stress about that? No, because I, my sheets are covered in blood stains. Like <laughs> I do not care what my bedding looks like. But that I know is not the normal answer. But I would say like you could just have like a nice bedspread and then let your, or do I it a little like, earlier. Yeah. Oh, I do that. mine like 30 minutes earlier. And actually, I prefer it because it helps me sleep on my back, which is supposed to be better for my posture. Dude. And so it really motivates me to, like, stay on my back because then I'm like, don't turn over. Good for you. And then in the middle of the night, I do. But, like, by that time, it's absorbed. Right. I really want to get on that back. Me On that back wave. I wake up and my face is, like, half dug into the pillow. It's like Joker, Two-Face, like Phantom of the Opera. Like one side is like fully drifting down because I always sleep on that side. It's hard. I know. I I was like, I'm going to get like a lazy eye or something if I'm always pressing on one. That's what I'm getting. I thought like I was convinced my right eyelid was like droopier because I was like pushing down on it too much or something. Oh my God, this makes me feel so much better (laughs) to hear you say that you've had the same fear. Especially when I drink, I notice it more that like one eye is like I smile and like one eye is like definitely more (laughs) open than the other. Oh, I have that too, but I've had that since I was little. Like if you look at pictures of me and I'm smiling big, one eye is always a little bit more closed. And is that just a thing? I think that's I think normal. We all have okay. like a slightly yeah. different eye, but I will say I have noticed. I do think it's like I sleep on one side always, or I wake up on one side, and that side is just. Do you... I got a new face though. Do you guys know the Lauren Alexandra? Oh Alexander yeah, talked about it when she came on our podcast. It's like there's all these like weird like electronically stimulating face things. I got one that has these like two metal nodes on it. It's called a new face. N U F A C E. And you just like turn it on. I turn it up to the highest thing, and you like put like some kind of a conductor on your skin. I just spray like toner on it. What? And you like roll it. So this is like I feel like my forehead and the eyebrow is drifting down. So I just will do it on that one side. And I swear to God, you just look in the mirror, and like it's like boop. It like lifts it a little bit. Do you really think it works? You're like massaging your face to the shape you want it to be. No, it's truly like these two metal nodes. And if you put it on your dry skin, it like hurts. Like you can feel this like electrical stimulation. But if you cover your face in like toner or water, you don't feel it at all. Yeah. And so you just go slowly up and then it beeps, boop, and then you switch. Then you go up, boop, and it's just like some kind of stimulation. It's like working your muscles. cell growth or something? I think it's like your muscles are like like firing and then they're like pulling up or something. Damn. Damn. I mean, we. I, I'm sleeping on my face. Do you? I got to do something. When you sleep on your face, I'm curious. Because for me, when I side or stomach sleep, like, I have my arm up like this. Or you just. I'm like, I'm like framing my face 
I'm like doing like jazz hands or something. Oh, you're doing cactus. I'm doing cactus. Like I'm always like, maybe I'm like, no, no. I, it's like, Mm -hmm. there's always like one arm up kind of like framing the face or something. It's so, it's bad. And drool. That's like part of it. I think I sleep on my stomach because I love to drool. I love to drool too. I wake up sometimes and there can be like. And you're sick and you drool. And you like wake up and you're like a little bit sweaty and you have like drool and you're just like. And it just like feels so comforted. I know the drool is so cold too. It's like ice cold by the morning. You're like, ooh. I sometimes have to flip my pillow because I'm like too much drool on this side as I'm falling asleep. I love the drool. Do you ever like have boyfriends? Like when I would first like have boyfriends and date, like you think it's like cute to like fall asleep on their chest. So stupid. But yeah. like I would do it and they'd be like, um, Caroline, like wake up. Cause like, <laughs> drool on the left, chest. like a piddle. Oh my god, that reminds me of mouth piddles. This guy that I, this an ex boyfriend of mine. The first time we had a sleepover and had sex, he was like, "Um, "I think that you might be on your period." And I was like, "I almost was like, no, I'm a virgin." And there was, I totally had just got my period, and there was Uh, blood on his bed sheets. It was horrible. That's bad for the first time. Yeah, yeah. You definitely want to be three times in before you start bleeding on their stuff. Yeah, that's bad, especially in an early sexual experience. Ugh. Like my confidence would have been so yeah. But we bad. ended up it worked out for a minute, so you can always make it work out, yeah. Esther. Yeah. You just have that charm or something. A guy is forced to just go along for the ride. He has no choice. I was thinking about that today, actually, though, about like. In 2018, do we still have like guys that are like, ew, period? That's a great question. Like, are they still so. gross? Not at out? this age. I, I mean, because so. that would be ridiculous. It makes them look like such idiots. There's so many more grosser things that happen on my body. Oh, yeah. Like nipple crust. Yeah. Or like just <laughs> even just shit. You know, like even just shit. Like it's so much grosser <laughs> than coffee. Shits. What's inside your body coming out? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I think the good guys think um, periods are hot. It's true. You're That's right. The kind of guy I want. But yeah. do the good guys think your drool on their chest is hot? Is the question ultimately we're here to ask? Yes, they yes. do. Yeah, I a drool good guy a lot. Likes all my fluids and scents. <laughs> <laughs> good guys like are like. Like, oh, you just worked out? Like, let's have sex. And you're like, no, like, let me, like, go, like, shower and, like, wash my stinky pussy. They're like, nah, it's okay. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good vibe. Yeah, they, like, love it. Because I feel like I've been with people where it's, like, I like the smell of their BO. Mm -hmm. And then you break up with them and you're like, ew, they stunk. But, like, (laughs) at the time you were, like, so in love that you're like, even your armpits when you sweat smell so good. I oh. dated a guy who would dig his nose into my armpits and just like take As, huge whiffs. I, every That's all my exes are coming, all my exes are coming out today. I know seriously, and what a what a fun roster they have. <laughs> <laughs> that Rolodex, they it's just are like one freak after another. I mean, these are studio heads, film directors. <laughs> these are big. art collectors, <laughs> doctors, <huge>. senators, <laughs> movers and shakers in the Very world of international Garland. medicine doctors without borders yeah you better believe it <laughs> oh, God. and we'll take a quick break okay well, i want to hear more more skin stuff yeah. like the vitamin e was like yes. mind-blowing i, I love that i also i so i went to india at the beginning of this year for a month and we Whoa. went to the south that's right. like really big about like spices and oils and things like that and so i got saffron oil and i've been using that on my under eyes oh and i don't know if like i just naturally have dark under eyes and i've really learned to embrace them and now like i kind of like it but the yeah. saffron oil has a little bit of like an orange tint, mm. so it like neutralizes it, and then I feel like it's made the skin under my eyes like so much softer and smoother. And apparently, it's good for like hyperpigmentation as well. Oh, and I'm also a big fan of like tea tree, tea tree oil. Anytime you get like anything, so you really have leaned into oils. I've really leaned into oils, and they're leaning back. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you talk to me about tea tree oils and pimples, like you get a pimple or is it pre-pimple or is it all over? When I even just feel like a little bump forming, I put tea tree oil on it immediately and it'll like go away the next day. Okay. I think you might just be blessed. You're blessed. Okay. I love, but no, does it work for you? I 
I don't know. I'm kind of like I don't know if it's because of the podcast. Caroline is triggered. It's like (laughs) there's. I've tried so much. Like you almost like don't even know what works anymore. Pimple privilege really triggers her. Yeah, I'm like yeah. Oh, like you just dabbed a little like fancy oil on it and (laughs) went away. That's cool. That's cool. Oh my god. When I was going through my bad pimple stuff, like there were people still to this day in 2018 that were telling me. Just put toothpaste on it. Ooh, no. Mike, no, honey, wake that. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Such no. a slap in the face. I understand. I feel like we all have those things. Like for me, it's hair because I'm like balding. What? Well, You're I just not. washed my hair today, so you can't tell. Well, I'm like good at We can at talk about it. hair loss because that's another, that's another sensitive and real issue in yeah. this room. I've been using Rogaine for a really long time. And I will say... I started, they finally started making the stronger foam for women. That's finally? Like, yeah, because they would only make it for the men, and I would use the men one, and the box would be like, please don't use this if you're a woman. And I'm like, ha, whatever, I have sideburns, it's fine. <laughs> um, I got them lasered off, it's okay. Oh, but no. I literally have hair everywhere on my body except my head, and like, used to be able to see straight through to my scalp because my scalp's so light and my hair is like black. But Rogaine has changed my life. Really? And I feel like it's making me grow more eyelashes, too. I bet. This is a beauty secret right here. I mean, that's amazing news. I need to get on this. Rogaine works. Do you have any negative side effects? From Rogaine? Yeah. No. I mean, when you stop using it, it's not like you go bald again. It's just like you don't notice it as much. But I've been obsessed with baby hairs because, like, all this yes. is from Rogaine. Yes. All Caroline these really baby wants hairs. baby hairs. I oh love my baby God. hairs. I recently did a show and I was like, I'm at a point where I'm just like, just put me in a wig because they have to do so much to even no, like and make it look like I have hair. When you're stressed about your hair and then they're heat styling it and pulling on and you get there teasing and they start it, teasing it and you can just feel and then you and then you hear the hairstylist pull the hair out of the hairbrush. Yes. Like, no, I needed that. <laughs> Literally. And Give they, it back. They tease it and like they have to do all that fine but then they're doing it like every single day for like weeks and then they're putting like all the topics and spray and you have to wash your hair every day and it's just like, ugh. So I was like, just put me in a wig. I have no shame. But all these baby hairs helped because we just brought them all forward. And so it like blended into the wig line. So, I mean, people who know me, they're going to be like, bitch, you don't have that much hair. But like people who don't know me, when they see me in that wig, will probably think it's my hair. Wow. So if you're, are these on shows that like you were like guesting on? Like, how does it work? Like, what level can you like demand a wig? (laughs) I feel like when you're like a regular, I was not regular on this one, but I feel like the things that I've been guest stars on, I haven't. Because I'm like, they're not going to, you know. No, that's fair. No, Girl, I wanted to know. Season, that was the real. The Phantom season of Alone Together, season three. Get me a wig. I'm getting you a wig. Yeah. I have every, wigs for everybody. Please. It's like, it's so much What easier. show did you have a wig on? It's this um, show called Special. It'll be out next year. It's with, do you know Ryan O'Connell? Oh, I know that name. He's a writer. He used to write for Will and Grace. It's about him. He's gay. He has cerebral palsy, and it's just like about his life. He's so hilarious. Wow. I play his like body positive best friend. That's awesome. It's really I'm fun. so excited for this. I'm really excited to see it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be really good. But I'm wearing a wig in it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that I'm... seems awesome. Most by the way, most people wear wigs on TV or they wear yeah. extensions. Like yeah. I feel like I have pretty thick, healthy hair and every time that I have my hair up, they always color like they have that little topics. S- yeah. It's a spray and it just like colors in my scalp. Or even when my hair is down, there's like a line in the back of my head. They always fill it in. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, I need that back line filled in for sure. They, I'm forming like a little like star of David up here at the <laughs> yeah. top of skin. That's a bad one. Well, hair loss is like a really fair game, like real topic in this room, like I said before. But I have you, have you experimented at all with topical biotin? Like biotin shampoo no. or like a biotin like serum for your scalp? No, I've taken biotin vitamin and like I feel like especially for my nails, it makes my nails grow like crazy. Yeah. I use nioxin, which is oh. like a shampoo for thinning hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like I I used it I remember in like college and I felt like it worked and then I stopped using it for a while and then I just recently started and it's hard to tell because I've been like doing a lot to my hair recently, but I feel like it has helped to at least keep the hairs I do have on my head because the cleanser is really gentle, so it, like, unclogs any, you know, follicles that might be clogged up on your head. And then 
it's like the conditioner is like a scalp treatment. So it like conditions your scalp and just like cools it and creates like a better environment for yes. keeping and growing hair. Yeah, there's just so much going on with hair loss. They're like scrub it to like open those hair pores. You're like, I have pores up there that need to be open. Yeah, like, and how do you know. scrub it without like getting I got this, hairs like, caught and like I know, I know. I got this um Brio Geo makes a charcoal hair mm. scrub. What? And it's like a very like fine scrub. Because there's also the Christoph Robin scrub. That's like the other big hair scalp scrub at Sephora. But I went with the Brio Geo and like you do it on your head and it's peppermint and charcoal and your whole head and scalp are like tingling to the highest degree. It is the craziest sensation ever. And I almost like I feel like a little like pores are just opening what? and like pears are like like, I, feel I like do that like the mint is... feeling on the yeah. head. Yeah. Oh, I had a yes. good like Paul Mitchell tea tree shampoo from Ulta back in the day. Mm-hmm. I loved the coolingness yeah. of it. I have my brand new S A J E. How do you what? pronounce that? Sahi? Maybe. What is this? I, what is this? Is that I, from Whole Foods? No, I went to this. There's this store called Sage. Sage. Let's just say Sage. Oh, it smells yeah. so good. And the, I've seen it. There's like one in Malibu, and it's like so fancy, and they have all these like topical like essential oil blends and like mints and like shampoo and like all kinds of but everything smells so good in there and may i apply this to my inner wrist it's very it's the cooling kind it's, it feels so good is that where do you put it well you know it's like the peppermint sw basics it's like like back in your neck like temples oh my god this is so nice so they also peppermint have, halo is what it's called so this week i like really splurged you got to uh-huh. put some of this on it's the the sage peppermint Woo! halo and that it, like lights my nostrils on it I truly, I put a little really? on the back of my neck and your whole head becomes like ice cold. It's crazy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Just try it if you dare. It's fun. Oh my that God. looks expensive, thing. Caroline. It was a little Wait, is there, is there a store of this on Abbott Kinney? There very well might be. I think I have been in here and it always smells so good, but Do it was expensive. And I got their Gutsy Blend, which I learned oh, about from nice. Leaf from America. And it's a topical like belly blend with like fennel and like <clears throat> lemongrass and all this shit that's like... When you're bloated or you're like not oh, feeling your best, yeah. you just because oh you my God. I always do want to rub my tummy and like when you're it not helps. Feel, but I never had the right essential oils to do it, and they have one that's like especially made for that. Was this at the Century City Mall the day that changed your life? <laughs> Let's just put it this way: there's BC Caroline and AC Caroline, and after Century Caroline <laughs> is a different woman. I need to fucking go there like tonight. Is that like that big Westfield yeah, one? They completely redid it's it. So it's nice. So they have like swinging nice. benches, benches and like couches. Oh, I didn't even tell. I was just telling Esther like the store oh, variety nice. there is like out of this world stores you have never seen in a mall. Just it's it is pure mall. If you're a true mall rat, like I yeah. know you are. Oh, I was at Sherman like Oaks malls. today. This is go- you were at my my home. I was at your home court. Mall today. You know, I grew up across the street. Unbelievable fact. Across the street. Like, my house was across the street mall. So, my condo was a condo. But this mall is like going to Mecca. It's like you didn't, you you don't know malls can be like this. It's almost like too much. It sounds like it was curated by Gloamy. I swear to God. Like, it just sounds Gloamy curated. Detox Market. Yeah. Sage, Aesop. They're also opening up, there's tons of crazy shit opening. There's a press juice freeze. There's a press freeze. It's crazy there. <gasps> like I didn't. I, I there anyway. was a KKW pop up there when I went. I and there missed was, it. We missed it. It's totally my fault that we yeah, missed it. I missed there it. There was a pop up. It was right next to like the Tesla showroom. That's like literally in the middle of the mall. I hate that. I hate. And that I'm like, how did we get the cars the here? You know, I hate. I can't that's get such on board. a stunt when they like roll the car up into the Costco. Or Who the hell's the mall. buying a car in a mall? So annoying. I it's know. like you're just stunting. Yeah, you're just giving. A, a, I, I could go off on that, but I don't want it. I don't want the podcast to get negative. Wait, back to the cooling oils. So, also when I was in India, I like came back with so many different oils and stuff. I came back with like a hair oil that has like black castor oil in Ooh. it. That's supposed to be very good for your scalp for growth, right? And for growth. And then we went to this one place where it was a eucalyptus forest. And we went to a distillery and I got like pure eucalyptus oil. Shut up. Oh. So for like when I had like a cold last week and stuff, that's like amazing. But also if you like rub it on your temples and stuff, it's very cooling and calming as well. Yeah. Like I just rubbed this. I love a cooling oil. Like yeah. my whole, I feel like the air conditioning in my body just went on with this peppermint yeah. oil. It's it feels good. Your, all your sinuses like open up. 
You feel mm. like you can breathe better. Oh, it's so nice. It just nice. smells good. I love it. I know. They had so much there. And they have these like little, I got these little, I don't have them with me, but these little like drops, like they're like candy. They had lemon ginger and it was like the most amazing, like I cannot even. What is this brand? S-A-J-E. I love these stores. They're just cute. Yeah. They smell so good because also if it's the same one I walked into, they'll have like a diffuser right yes. by the and front it's door. It's big, yeah, right? and yeah, it's like a giant big. thing. So you like walked through like a nice, amazing mist as soon as you walk in. So it's like hard not to fall in love with it because mm. you're like hit one foot in the door. I know, and they have such a variety of product, but I'm just getting started with this company. Wow, I've heard um, oregano oil is good for digestive oregano stuff. Oregano oil well. is fucking amazing. It's when you, so it's disgusting. It's antiviral, and when you feel anything coming on, a cold yeah. and anything, and you just get the spray that Ugh. Esther told me about. Or oh, you the, get the a immunity sh- shots. Immunity shots. Yeah. yeah, you told me about those. Or a shot like it does kill. It's like the tea tree oil yeah. of internal. Yeah, it really kills it, but it tastes like a fucking old pizza. It's rough. It's nasty. It's rowdy. It's rowdy in the worst way. <laughs> it's like a loud Halloween party. How do we feel about apple cider vinegar? We I love. So many I, okay. people I know swear by it. I don't swear by it, but I like live for it. The yeah, comedian... I was taking it straight up, and they're like, "You're gonna burn a hole in your yeah, throat." You so can't. I've been diluting it. And then I was doing it for a while, and then I stopped. And then last night, I like got together with some friends, and this friend of a friend I hadn't seen in forever came, and like he had just lost so much weight. Shut up. And then I was like, oh, and then he like mentioned apple cider vinegar, and like now I'm like, I have to do it every day. It'll make me lose weight. I have to do it every way. He dilutes it and drinks it every night before bed. Oh, two tablespoons. I feel it. Brody Stevens, the like one of my most favorite comedians ever. He he's like a former baseball player. He's very athletic and he was telling me that he drinks it every day, swearing by it. I feel like I'm meeting more and more people from all walks of life mm-hmm. who are very much into it. My way of choice, my dilution of choice is it's kind of like you know how Bragg's makes the bottled drinks that are like in different yes, flavors. Yes, I love the lime flavor. I love all the flavors, but I try to like do something like that on my own, where it's just like you do your two tablespoons mm-hmm. water. You just have juice in your fridge. Just throw in a shot of juice and then hit it with your like couple drops of stevia if you have that. Mm-hmm. And oh, you that's can, like, smart. Make your it own tastes drink. like kombucha almost. Totally. Yeah, that's a great I've idea. I've just been chugging so it because I don't necessarily mind the taste of vinegar i kind of like love the taste yeah love the like taste. when i was taking it just by the spoonful i was like loving it and then everyone's what? like that's really unhealthy so now i've been diluting it and i don't love it as much i but i just like vinegar. just chug a whole glass i love it i think it's like uh i don't know i think it's like my persian ethnic palate or something like it's i just very love satisfying strong like vinegary it's like, the like you know, like that, like a salt and vinegar chip or like a vinegary, like a, a vegetable that's been like vinegared. Oh, oh my God. Or like pickled. Pickled, pickled not vinegar. Say it, girl. Just say it. I pickled, love vinegared. The, the vinegar sauce at Din Tai Fung. I fucking, I'm telling you, those dumplings are just a vehicle for vinegar for me. I went to Din Tai Fung at Century City this week and I was like, brought a friend and I was like hyping it up so Uh-oh. much. I was like, you don't understand. It's the best restaurant in the world. And then he was like, I don't think this is as good as you think it is. And I now I'm wondering if it is all about that sauce. What? No, it is. Maybe that location is, is whack. I, no, it's. That I do have a, a part of it, though. an anti-food court, airport, like location, restaurant location, like mentality, because I feel like the food court Chipotle's are never as good as a standalone Chipotle. Yeah. And it could apply. It could very well apply here. Yeah, it's kind of like a standalone moment, but it is in the mall. And yeah. I feel it was kind of like slap, slap dash together. Because I've had that Arcadia Din Tai Fung in the mall, and I was like, Arcadia Din Tai Fung. Yeah, there's a there's a Din Tai Fung in the this giant mall in Arcadia, which is worth a little mini road trip, by the way, if I, if we want to make that happen. How have I not been to this mall? Yeah, Arcadia. Yeah, it's girl. a regular mall, not an outlet. It's a regular mall. <laughs> what are you? And I do not mean to sound insulting, but where is Arcadia exactly? I do not know. I <laughs> type it into Waze and I arrive. I don't know which way I'm I driving. Don't know where this is. If I had to guess, I'd say east. I was going to guess northwest. I don't know what just happened. Hold on. <laughs> um, I'm not getting a flu shot. <laughs> this pitch. Oh, no. You got to. Okay. There's a lot of malls in our future. Ladies, we need to make a trip to Century City, to Arcadia. Mm-hmm. 
Sherman Oaks, an Old Orchard, Old Orchard, Old the fuck Orchard in Chicago. Yes, I loved going there during Christmas. Is the best. Were you? Did you go to school in Chicago? I didn't, but I lived there before I lived here. Oh. I lived there for five years. I worked there, and then I um I knew worked at Second City there for a couple of years. And you made those trips up north to Old Orchard Mall, and I sure did. We, <laughs> and I that is why we, we were like hit up a corn maze. Hit up Old Orchard, <gasps> and then we went to like a Ruby Tuesdays or something. It was like the perfect suburb day. day. Mm. I love suburbs. I love plazas. I find so much comfort I in love them. A strip mall. Same. My boyfriend and I were in Palm Springs last weekend, and we pulled up. We were driving to a grocery store. And we pulled up, and he he just goes, "We got a strip mall," and it was so funny to me. <laughs> Trying Aww. to recreate the moment, it's not working, but <laughs> I do love a strip mall. We love strip malls. We love plazas. We're all dirty mall rats, suburban we mall are. rats inside. We absolutely are. I um, downtown. I passed by this like little mini mall and it literally was like, oh, this is everything I'd ever want. It was a Zara, an H&M, and a Nordstrom Rack. I always Ugh. pass that one. Isn't there a Target in that one too? And a Target. Fuck. I always yeah. pass it on the freeway on the 110 because it's right on the freeway and yeah. I have just like, it was like everything I fetishized. you'd ever need. A I Zara and, and a Nordstrom Rack. And, and an H&M I, and a Target. It was. Much. It's called like Fig and 7th or something. Ooh. Yeah. Zara. I love <laughs> Say it. I know it's a dirty word. I actually don't often do it, but when I do, it's very fun. I know, but I just don't shop that much because I'm more. I buy. I spend all my money on makeup instead of clothes. Right. I do both somehow. I love both. Somehow. You know what? I recently discovered um, that a wardrobe lady on a show actually ordered from. So you know, on Instagram, when you always get those ads for like different clothes companies. Sure. So there's one that's Shine. S H E I N. It's like sheen, shine. Wait, how do I know about this? It will probably showed up as an ad on your Instagram. I definitely know about it. And I'm it. always like, oh, this might be a scam. It might take like seven weeks to get my clothes. But she ordered a bunch of clothes oh, from there. Oh, yes. Someone told me about this. Shine it's a crazy. Official. Yes. It's so, the clothes were so cute. They were what? so cheap. It's like, is it Chinese or Korean? It's something, but it's yeah. Forever 21 prices, but apparently the quality is much higher than a Forever 21. It is. And they were like really cute clothes, like matching separates and things like that the only thing is i would order one size up from what you are because it ran a little small mm. but that was very exciting to me because i love an online shop i love getting like a surprise in the mail mm -hmm. me too but i never make returns so i have ended really? up with a lot a big pile of stuff that doesn't fit or i'll never return. girl you just need to spend five minutes with me i'll get you <laughs> i will set you straight on those returns i know i'm so lazy i don't I'm know why so would like dis i like take such I'll say it sexual pleasure <laughs> in returning clothes to a company it's there's no greater pleasure I was trying to order good American jeans from our girl Chloe oh, and from what, from they what? were having a sale on these white jeans and I love my existing pair of good Americans they're very stretchy and very high waisted I was just about mm. to say those are the two things I'm looking for they're I love very stretchy, stretchy and, and very well. high waisted the stretch and like the tightness on them I have a, they're good the good waists but they had a good pair of good legs and white and I like kind of want to get a pair of white jeans I'm trying it and um, yeah, they just didn't work. I tried them in a couple sizes. I went through two rounds of returns, but that bitch, Chloe, she charges you $5. She deducts $5 for each return. What? Oh, Which that's I think is so, not it's incorrigible. No. Up. That is like unethical. How much are the jeans? They were on sale, but they were still like 80 or 90 bucks. That's not bad. Can you buy them in a store anywhere? Nordstrom. They have oh. them in Nordstrom. And I think Can you like return them to Nordstrom or, then? No, I don't. I don't think so. Nordstrom lets you return like literally anything. Don't They've been a little hard with me lately. Well, they're because really? you're in the system. They yeah. look you up and they're like, "It's like do not return to this woman." They are rough and tough around the edges. Are you trying to return like old ass shit? Like sneakers I bought six months ago that I wore four times. And I just it for me. It's I just take forever to get my ass over there and do it. It's not yeah. like I'm abusing necessarily. It's more a laziness. Yeah, sometimes time is on your side with those returns, mm -hmm. but I, I find at Nordstrom you can usually like work them. I push it through, but I'm just saying it's not easy. Yeah, it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, they, like, losing like a couple hairs. Like, half used makeup. I know they'll like take so anything generous. back. It's wild. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for that generous return policy. Yeah. My dad tells me that you're paying for the marble floors. No, you're paying <laughs> for the return policy. <laughs> um, you guys tell him Goldfarb said. <laughs> His teammate Goldfarb. Um, you guys, this has been so much fucking fun. I'll a say it. I'll be dream. the first to call it. Um, Punam, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you and see you and know you? 
Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I'm Big Poonam on Instagram. Yes. Um, I tweet maybe um, like once or twice a month. Um, yeah. And I'm Big Poonam on Twitter as well. Girl. Yeah. But when I do tweet, it's worth it. It's worth Ooh, it. Um, make them wait for yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm on Alone Together season two. Maybe you heard yes. of it. Yeah. Heard of it on Hulu every episode. Yeah. I'll be on an episode of NB- an NBC show called I Feel Bad. Oh. I think that's airing this month and as well as um, this Fox show called The Cool Kids. I'll be on a couple episodes of that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I'll be sprinkled in here and there. She, she <laughs> will be. Yeah, she will be. Um, yay. And you guys, if you haven't yet... Uh, join our Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram at Glowing Up Podcast. You can also follow our personal accounts at Esther Monster and at Porkchop.biz. I will change it. No, you won't I love it. ever. I will one You'll day. Never be allowed to. Um, and I don't know when this is coming out, but hopefully we've all had fun at our Sephora shows, and those will be released as episodes. So if you're missing the show, you'll hear them. You'll be there. Yeah. You'll you'll hear every damn second. Um, anything else we gotta let people know? I don't know. Um, holidays are coming. <gasps> Don't get me started. It's, it's Christmas. It's fall. We're also going to be announcing. Can I just? I'll just say it. We're going to announce an LA show pretty soon. It's we're going to be a big one. It's going to be gigantic. It's going to be on the. Fir- Boop. Okay, I'm not going to say anything <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> what did she mean? Who knows? I can't say. It's but a mystery. It's going to be a glowing up holiday extravaganza. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Um, Punam, thank you so much thank for being you here. Thank so so fun. You're the best. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.